Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Radio Harambe, the companion podcast or our website, jamboeveryone.com. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me in studio again, it's Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? And you're in studio again. I am in studio. It's been a while. It hasn't been, you said again, but it's been a little while. Since it's I've been, been a studio. while, but but you know, I mean, for a world traveler, this has been uh, three or four times since uh, in, in 2015. It's, well, it's tiring, so here I am. And uh, Mike is actually in studio. I can tell you exactly why. For those of you who don't follow us on Twitter and uh, and on Facebook, it's been a, quite a few weeks since we've had a show, and uh, that's because uh, for those of you who also don't know, Mike and I are related. He is my brother, and uh, older our, brother. Yes, and our uh, we've had a bit of a um, tragedy in our family. Our mother passed away a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Mike, I know you wanted to say something about that before I go on. Well, Dave, I, you know, I just wanted to dedicate the show to mom. Um, as Dave said, many of you know that uh, you know we lost her a couple of weeks ago, and you know I think I speak for Dave when we thank you know everybody for all their well wishes. Um, mom was a big Disney fan, and I won't be able to you know enjoy a Dole Whip or watch the Mariachi Band and Epcot. Mm. Or certainly ride Journey into Imagination, which her was favorite. her favorite ride, yep. Yep. Uh, without thinking of her. So, uh, my parents took me to Disney World in 1972, and I know that was before Dave was born. And in the, the, 1974, <laughs> <laughs> he took us basically every other year after. So, um, in many ways, Radio Harambe is all of our parents' fault. Yeah. Um, well, my mo- uh, our mother took particular blame for it, though. She used to always say she uh, <laughs> she did. <laughs> that, that she used to apologize to our wives for <laughs> her making us spend so much money. So, Dave, this episode and definitely my next Dole Whip is uh, dedicated to mom. Absolutely. And and I also, uh, Mike mentioned it briefly, but I I wanted to just thank everybody. Um, you know, we got such great. Um, well wishes and thoughts and everything from everybody on the Twitter community. I got a bunch of emails, stuff on Facebook. I mean, uh-huh. it's just it's it really helps to read that kind of stuff in a time of great loss like this. And uh, nice to know that all of our friends are, who are happen to also be listeners are out there for us. And um, thank you all from the bottom of our hearts for that. On today's show, we are going to discuss all the news from Disney's Animal Kingdom and the rest of Walt Disney World while Mike fights with one of my dogs. And then in our <laughs> final segment. It's snack time at the Animal Kingdom. But let's start with the local news, and we got uh, some 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 bat news this week, and that is does not relate to Batman. Um, starting this week, the bat exhibit at the Maharaja Jungle Trek will be closed for refurbishment, and uh, I think we expect it to last about four four, four, weeks. four weeks or more. Okay, what I heard was four to six weeks. And they're just working on the, just cleaning up and that kind of stuff. I mean, nothing, as far as I know, change. I mean, that's pretty a long time for just, you know, some yard work. Um, I'm assuming they're going to go in and 
you know, do whatever they have to do to the exhibit itself and the, you know, the structure itself. And, right. Um, you know, maybe even the viewing area for the for the guests where they have, you know, those exhibits in there, you know, those smaller uh, exhibits for monitors and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty extensive work, I guess. It, I guess maybe it needs it. One thing I wanted to throw on you, which I didn't tell you we were going to discuss, but oh, I, think, I think by the time this airs, it will have passed, but World Pollinator Day. Oh, is yes. being is being um, celebrated at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and it's funny because y- you've actually talked about this for a couple of for a while now about the crisis with bees and pollinators mm-hmm. and, and and that kind of thing, and uh, it's finally starting to reach the mainstream media. People are finally paying attention to a potential disaster. Here. Yeah, it's a it's it's bad. It's you know we're we're losing you know. I don't even remember how many, what percentage. It's less than ten yeah. percent of the bees that we had, you know, decades ago, and it's an important part of well, life on Earth. I mean, we were talking um, not that long ago with Josh Taylor about that one um, yeah. um, episode of uh, True Life, True life Adventures, Adventures. Yeah. and you know, bees and pollination is an important part of it. So it is an important thing. So if you're there at Animal Kingdom that day, make sure you check it out. Uh, also. If you're there, I, well, by the time this airs, this will probably not be open yet, but we expect the Starbucks location, the final sign of the apocalypse in my mind, <laughs> uh, to open up on on June 18th, which is a week from uh, the day we're recording here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we expect it this incredibly out-of-place coffee shop to be uh, opening its doors on June 18th. Mm-hmm. So it's, we, it's, that's I mean, all we need uh, to we, say we, about that? Well, well, We've gone over this a million times. I don't really have a problem with Starbucks. I don't have a problem with Starbucks. I don't have a problem with Starbucks in the Animal Kingdom. That I have a problem with. <laughs> I don't see. What's the difference between that and Joffrey's? What's the difference? If you I, got a I Joffrey's just, shop there, what difference does it make? I wish they would have a coffee shop that um, has a name that reflects the area, and we don't need to know. We don't need to have branded stores. In Discovery Island, oh, it doesn't really matter. It's, to me. We'll look ridiculous. We've had branded there. stores in Main Street since 1955 oh, sure. of Disneyland. Sure. So what difference does it make? Because in 19, because Main Street USA, wherever it may be, could very well have branded stores, but a little island in the jungle doesn't have a Starbucks. It looks ridiculous. It might not have a Starbucks, but if you go to Nairobi, I bet you they have a Starbucks in there. Google it right now. Well, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Google it right now. I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, kind of in a related story, Mike. It is related. Uh, it's very related. Yeah. June, on June 17th, the day before it opens, Pizza Fari is going to um, discontinue breakfast. Yes. I, I wasn't expecting this, but I guess it, it like you're sense. saying, yeah, you're saying it makes some sense. Absolutely, because Teddy is just wants to play. Yeah. Um, because they're right next to each other, and you, uh, they don't want to have some Wild Kingdom going on here. <laughs> they don't want to have two, um, you know, places serving essentially the same things. Starbucks serves a whole slew of pastries, as well as more importantly, breakfast sandwiches, which is what Pizza Fari serves. So they don't want to have Pizza Fari taking away customers from Starbucks or vice versa. So right. they're just going to um, let it go, as they say, and let uh, Pizza Fori go. <laughs> oh, but um, maybe an important note is actually Starbucks serves a pretty good breakfast sandwich, better than many of the ones they serve by many of the ones Disney serves. It's actually a pretty well, that's good. good. They're, yeah, they're pretty good breakfast sandwiches. That's good. Um, and good pastries and stuff. I actually like Starbucks um, pastries and things like that. They're pretty good. 
I'm sure they're fine. And you can get them in Nairobi. Let's see if we let's see if we can Johannesburg. get this. See if we can get this on air for and Calcutta. <laughs> Calcutta. <laughs> Caribbean islands. I'm sure have Starbucks. My my dog is um, attacking me while we're here. He's usually not in studio, but my, that's what when Safari Mike comes around, the animals <laughs> go crazy. Um, so let's move on to. Excuse me. Let's move on to Winged Encounters. You're actually hearing that um, they're testing another... Well, I shouldn't say testing. Training is probably a better word. Another flock of birds. Mm -hmm. And you're assuming that this is so that they can add shows. I'm not assuming that. I heard that from somebody who works for Winged Encounters. Oh, okay, great. That they're adding shows. Wow. Right now there are four. Oh, that's Um, it? I thought they expanded. 9, 15, 10, 15, 1, and 2. Okay, so they're going to be adding, I don't know how many, but they're going to be adding shows, um, good. And which I think is a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing. Uh, I, I, it's, you know, it's interesting that they would have to train a whole new flock. Well, they're union macaws. <laughs> they're only allowed uh, four shows a day. Four shows a day? They or they get, get, or get double time? <laughs> So, if they go beyond six shows, it's triple right. time. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, it's a great show. And uh, along with the Camel Show in um, Discovery Islanders, that's, that's Assuming a good... the Camel Show, they tested the Camel Show. It hasn't come back yet. They're done. They haven't, uh, I haven't seen it in a while. So we'll see. I hope it comes back. I mean, I'm not sure how well-received it was or not. But Can you just rent camels for a show? I mean... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, they must have gotten them somewhere. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure it's similar to... Winged Encounters. Winged Enc- yeah. Those are not those people who run Flights of Wonder and Winged Encounters are not Disney employees. They're not right. even Disney-owned birds. That's right. They're part of this um, group that uh, puts on this show. I assume the camel thing is some something similar. They hired somebody, and I'm sure that they said, you know, come in, we'll give you a couple of test shows, and let's see what happens. Um, so, in a way, yeah, you can rent camels. Yeah, I guess so. And and finally, this is this is not news for anybody listening now, but um, only days after we recorded our last show, uh, the Harambe Market opened. That's it, and uh, that's probably the biggest change in at the Animal Kingdom, and um, probably the biggest change since the Lion King opening. Yeah, I'm, exactly. And and now we have you know we're not guessing anymore. We're seeing walkthrough videos. We're getting an idea of what's what's uh, on offer there, and um, you know. What's your impressions? What have we, I mean, we haven't seen it ourselves yet, right? But uh, it seems to be getting unanimously strong reviews. Well, as far as its aesthetic. Oh yeah, aesthetically, I think it's a slam dunk, A plus home yeah. run. Yeah, whatever yeah. metaphor you right. want to use. It's, right. I mean, everybody is just just loving it. I've never heard. I haven't heard one person say it's right. 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 I mean, everybody loves it. Right. Um, the problem I think lies in the design. Of the, um, you know, of getting the food. Which I hate that design. It's the cosmic rays. I hate that. Bay yep, theory. Yep, I hate that. Well, there's a and plus I didn't and like minus. that from the beginning either. All but. right. There's a plus and minus to it. Uh, you know, the, obviously the minus is if you want ribs, but, you know, uh, but, you know, your wife wants chicken skewers, you're going to have to go in two different lines. You're going to be online for a while. Yeah. Right. And right now, as it's, uh, you know, intensely popular, it's going to have that problem. Uh, you know the lines apparently are pretty bad, and you know obviously it's we're getting into the summer, you know, real summer crowds here, and it's just going to you know pile up. I think. Um, on the positive side, in theory, by limiting each bay, if you want to call it, or each window to one, or perhaps two items, it should, in theory, be a lot easier to 
process this and get it out, and they should get the food faster to you. I mean, if all you're making is ribs. You should be able to, it's a to quicker, move them pretty quickly. And I think yeah. that's part of the theory behind doing it this way yeah. is you'll be able to get ribs faster. And once the novelty of a brand new place wears off a little bit and it becomes more of a you know, regular establishment, it might be a, le- a little easier to get the food and stuff. I, I would like to think that that the decision is made because it better reflects the idea of a, of a, an African marketplace. You know, of the True. guy over here does sausages, the guy over here makes whatever, right. you know, and that kind of thing. I, I hope that that's the I'm reason. I'm sure played it played a part. Yeah. Um, how about how about the quality? But food? those guys make just one thing because yes. it's easier to do, get exactly. it finished, and get it out. Oh, yeah. They right. have I mean, you know, so skewers they, of meat. Right. That, so uh, they're like grilled. They go two hand feet, in hand. Three feet kind long, of. yeah. So what, what um, how about the, the food quality? Have you heard any? I have heard almost unanimously. From what I understand, uh, very positive reviews of the food that they actually serve. Good. Um, I've heard very good things about the ribs. I've heard very good things about the chicken skewers. Um, I've heard good things about the sausage in the curry corn dog thingy. Um, I'm not sure if I heard too much about the flatbread, but the the one complaint I've heard is there is, in actuality, not a single vegetarian option. If you are a vegetarian. There's nothing for you here. And there are a lot of vegetarians that today. I know. So I find it odd that they don't have at least one legitimate option for They don't vegetarian. have a salad? No. Really? No, they don't have... I mean, there are side dishes well, that are vegetarian, but there's not one thing for vegetarians. Not if, one. If you're going to have a marketplace mm-hmm. like this, w- w- like what would you recommend? I don't see any reason why the place that has chicken skewers can't have a veggie a, a veggie skewer. What hell? Well, not? like you could do that. That's true. The skewer. You're right. You could do skewers. That'd yeah, be easy. Not? That's easy. That's easy. Um, but nobody would eat order it, or very few people. If you're a vegetarian, you wouldn't order it. You could do a salad too, as you said. I mean, what, yeah, you could do a sa- yeah. Is, you could even pre-make yeah. those. I mean, it's not. Yeah. yeah, that that is a that is a. Um, uh, a, a valid complaint. Um, I do feel for that for people who who are vegetarians, um, but I, I can't do some sort of lentil type stew. That's very sure. Skinny. Yeah, you could. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of options. Easy to make easy to dole out. Yep, there's a lot of options. They may add it eventually if enough complaints happen because that's usually how this thing this yeah, kind of I thing suppose. happens. I suppose. And I mean, it, it's a big place. It only has really only has four items. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I thought was strange about it. Was it. I mean, weird it only that has there a handful of items for such a I would such have thought a big each place. place would have had at least two options, but I, but but two I of them only have one. I kind of like that. I mean, the, the the one of them has the skewers. One also has like a, a steak flatbread, a flatbread or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple that's there. Why couldn't you do like some sort of veg, a vegetarian flatbread? Yeah, I guess you could. I mean, it's not hard. My guess is, <laughs> my guess is, there will be complaints about that, and people. I've already and, heard complaints. Yeah, about no, it. I mean, people walking up to guest services and complaining. Yeah, and, there, and there'll be that'll probably change. Yeah. Um, and what about the drinks? That we were talking about new drinks. We were talking about the. Uh, weren't there stuff they were going to add in there? There's a like, couple of sodas that you can only find at uh, Club right. Cool right now. I mean, I haven't heard anybody really talking about it, but I mean, you could try them at Club Cool. They're they're relatively well liked when they were put in club cool and the, there's beer and there's it's on draft and there's you know all sorts of it was a, there were, like yeah that. there was like a sangria or right. some kind right. and uh um the the star of harambe mm-hmm. drink and that kind of stuff oh, cool so um i'm excited to see it though 
Oh, I mean, it looks beautiful. gorgeous. And you got the train, and yeah, I, from what I understand, there's plenty of seating, so you're not. It's not a place yeah. where you're going to have to worry about that. Um, it really, yeah. it really is. Per- I mean, between the the Pangani and Harambe and the festival, I mean, and, and um, Kilimanjaro and the festival of Lion King and going out to Rafiki's. I mean, you could spend a lot of time in Africa now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is a great destination, and you just go there Absolutely. and hang out, and then you Absolutely. know, spend some time at the Dawa Bar, spend some time with the the Tam Tam or Wasalu. You know, spend your mm-hmm. time. With, I mean, Buradika. I got to call them by their Disney name. Um, it's it's. You know, and you're getting the the new shop pretty soon. Um, at the end of June, Zuri's Sweet Shop is coming. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to mm-hmm. ask you about that. Uh, that's in the building, I believe. That's directly behind Mombasa. That's a little bit separated from the from the marketplace itself, I believe. Um, that's where. It, uh, and for those who don't know what it is, what what uh, what is Zuri's Sweet well, Shop? Well, all I know so far is it's just going to be essentially a candy store. That they're opening up there. The the um, in this one little store, I they haven't announced anything from food. It's just, all I know is it's called Zuri's Sweet Shop, so I can only assume. But it's candy, not desserts. I, I we don't, don't even know. know. Okay, I'm assuming that. Right. Um, cool. Could be some sort of mix of the two. I don't know. Now we have a lot of uh, world news to get to. But don't there's we? a lot. Of, but before before we go off, there's a lot of other dessert spots right there like tamu tamu has now become basically an ice cream shop with the dole whips and you have kusafiri not far from there serving right. pastries and stuff so i'm going to assume that it's candy i would i would unless the, unless they're going to change something but right. but yeah that makes sense okay we have a lot of world news apparently to get to so let's take a short break and come back and discuss that come on gang let's take it home <laughs> if you're like me You're an Animal Kingdom fan who is just a bit tired of listening to so-called Disney experts who criticize our beloved park for being a, quote, half-day park. Well, it's time to put your frustrations into action by going to the Jumbo Everyone store at Zazzle.com slash Jumbo Everyone and picking up one of our exclusive new Not a Half-Day Park t-shirts. They look great, and we will donate 50% of the profits to our conservation partners. The rest of it will go to helping keep Radio Harambe on the air and jomboeveryone.com on the web. Wear it the next time you visit the parks, or even better, the next time you attend a Disney fan meetup. Go to zazzle.com slash jomboeveryone today and wear your Animal Kingdom pride for all to see. Welcome back to Radio Harambe. It is time for the world news. And before I turn it over to Safari Mike for the world news, what? I just want to let you know that I, I'm going to to admit something to all of you right now. Oh, no. Um, I have no idea what Mike's going to talk about. I have not looked at a Disney website probably in three weeks. And there's a lot of stuff going and there's on. There's a lot of stuff. So Mike mm-hmm. told me I got a lot of news and, my, and I got nervous because I don't know what this is. So if I say something remarkably silly... You'll Regarding any later. of these things, <laughs> uh, check the blog tomorrow for my apology. <laughs> so what do we got? Dave, we're going to be going to your favorite place, Arendelle. 
which is apparently what a new is pavilion in World Showcase. Oh, that's the Frozen And Disney thing. Springs. Yep. You know what Aaron does. No, I don't. Stop with that. But first, Dave, let's play America's Favorite Game. <laughs> Guess what price this is. Dave, there is now a new walking tour of World Showcase. I don't know if you got a chance to really? see this. It came. It actually got released shortly after our last show, which was about three weeks ago. It's called Destinations, and the N in Destinations is capitalized. Um, it is a five-hour walking tour. It's Five-hour? Five-hour. It's on the creation of the World Showcase Pavilions. It both goes cool. on stage and backstage. Nice. You get an inclusive lunch at one of the World Showcase uh, restaurants. I would have guessed- A random one. No, my understanding, it's Marrakesh. Oh. I would have guessed Spice Road Table since they can't can't get anybody there go in there, but apparently yeah. it's not. All right, um, it, also, it will be soon. <laughs> you also get a cultural demonstration demonstration at a pavilion that might be random. I don't know. Whatever that means. And you must be sixteen of a year. Uh, a, you must be the age of sixteen or over. Really? Um, yeah. And um, obviously, the you have uh, to be able to get into Epcot. You know, the ticket price is not included. Dave, guess how much that costs? Five hours. And inclusive lunch. Inclusive lunch. Five hours. That's a lot. That's a that's a that's a good long tour. It is. But it's not it's not gonna have the cachet that like Keys to the Kingdom has or something like that. No, it's um, not. Um five hour tour. Not that this matters, but it's offered at nine thirty AM and ten AM. Not that that would matter. Seventy nine ninety nine. hundred and nine. All right, that's high. It's a little high, but one hundred and ten dollars for tour is high because if you have family, if it's just just for you and your wife to go is two hundred and twenty bucks. It's true, but you get lunch tour. and a five hour tour. But this is what I don't understand. <laughs> well, if it wasn't Mike, for, here's what ahead. I don't understand. Go ahead. I didn't the think it lunch, was all that bad. The lunch is maybe twenty five dollars for so, both of you each. Okay, fine. So what you're so what Disney's trying to tell me. That to rent a guide to show them around, mm-hmm. which costs them nothing except for the hourly wait this rate this per, poor person Correct. gets. That it is worth that having that guide is worth eighty five dollars just to have that guide tour you around for five hours. Now do the math. Yeah, that means you're spending. You're giving this person thirteen dollars an hour. Thirteen dollars an hour, no. just you. No, I'm sorry. Fifteen. More than, yeah, more than fifteen. So, just you. Math is never my strong suit. No. Just, so all, right. you're the only one giving them this money. It's actually more than fifteen. Sure, I understand. I mean, I, I don't. It's not cheap. I didn't. Say I it was don't. Cheap. But I don't see. I never see why these tours cost that much. Well, money. how much is key, Keys to the Kingdom? <sighs> Keys to the Kingdom. What was Wild by Design? Isn't that like eighty bucks? I didn't thought no. It was less than that. It was like sixty five dollars. Okay. All of these. I feel this way about every single one of these tours. I have no idea where they justify spending charging a hundred dollars for a tour. It's a guided tour. It costs them nothing. It costs them fifteen dollars an hour for the poor schnook who has to walk around in dopey outfit. Unless it's somebody on the college program. (laughs) Which exactly? Probably not. Though. No, it's probably not. But it might be. And that's the only cost. There's nothing else to these things. And they get a hundred extra dollars a day, plus you have to pay to get in the park. It's crazy. Well, I, I think mean, that's crazy. That's the, almost the price of the getting in the park. I nowadays. think that's crazy. I mean, it just does. I, 
it, it's the, the price to get in the park is less than the price of this tour. Mm-hmm. Is that really? Are the how do you justify those two things? Well, I mean, the Wild Africa Trek is two hundred bucks. They charge oh the Wild I, well, that's why I've never been on the Wild Africa Trek because Disney hasn't offered me one for free yet because mm-hmm. I'm not paying. I'm not it's a t- unique experience. Uh, Wild sure, Africa. but I don't have that much money to throw around on, nah, on a tour. Money. I know you do. I don't. But I, you know, it's it's one of those things where every time I go on these tours and I love them, I love them. I think to myself, it, it takes me a long time to actually commit to do one because I don't understand why there's so much money. I might do this one. This sounds interesting. To me. Seventy-five dollars. So it would be like fifty-four the tour. Ten hours, ten dollars yeah. an hour plus the twenty-five dollars. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. I think it's high, but it's reasonable. A hundred and ten dollars. You're never gonna get this. It was never gonna be seventy-five bucks. Hundred and ten dollars for somebody to walk me around World Showcase, which is gonna be exhausting. You anyway. go backstage too. Don't forget. All right, I don't want to get caught on this one. What's next? All right, let's go to the um, landing district of Disney Springs. We talked about this on our previous show. The Edison. Is opening in 2016, yeah, this, uh, and it is uh, considered an industrial gothic style <laughs> restaurant, bar, and nighttime entertainment destination. It is going to offer American food. It's going to be themed to a 1920s period electric company power plant, and it's going to have different rooms. One's called the Lab, which is where performances will occur, which will include cabaret shows, contortionists, palm readers, and things of that nature. As well as a live DJ, which does not fit in at all. Uh, the Ember Parlor, the Telegraph Lounge, the Patent Office, the Tesla Lounge, the Radio Room, as well as a waterfront patio. It is going where uh, the Adventurers Club um, was. Okay. It's over in that area, if you can picture that in your head. And the food, the restaurant, will be operated by the Pantina Group, Dave, which um, we all know runs Via Napoli and Tutto Italia. Okay. So uh, that's coming soon. Um, it looks like they haven't given an official time, but it's sometime in 2016. I just don't know when. Okay, two things. Yes, sir. Number one, what's American food? I would assume it's just you know hot dogs and hamburger. No, I think it's you know. Uh, what is American food? That doesn't mean anything to me. No, I mean you know I don't know. So basically, I'll Probably tell you what it food. means. They have no idea what's going to be on the menu. <laughs> well, there's another one already operating means. in L.A., so I'm assuming it's going to be similar to that. Which gets all sorts of awards. I mean, Great. They, you know, they go into cool. real detail about how it's like got the Zagat Guides, you know, best design category, cool. been named the best bar lounge in LA every year. It's been open and it's been on, you know, magazines like Esquire and stuff as top bars in the United States, that kind of stuff. So I'm, I know the one in, in LA has food too. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be similar. Okay. But I could be wrong. So let's look at their menu. All right, let's go. Because and and because I have another I have another question after this I I, I I always am fascinated by these type of press releases and how all the websites just sort of regurgitate ooh it's got a little music involved this is sweet <laughs> the Edison catalog of parts we have to shut off the music um, okay the first thing is libations and beer so we have <laughs> a bunch of snacks okay <laughs> you tell me how this is American. Okay, we have Shanghai Wings. All right. 
tuna tartar, ahi tuna tartar, Scottish salmon sashimi, <laughs> which that doesn't make any sense. I see what's happening here. I wonder if it will be the same. I don't know if the Pantina Group runs, runs the one in L.A. They have artisanal flatbreads. I love when, when restaurants oh, use the word. that's very American. I love when restaurants use the word artisanal to make it sound very good. very American. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Artisanal. We'll just throw the word artisanal that in there. That means we can't good. make pizza. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They have sliders. Sandwiches. Very American sandwiches. They have something called the Elvis, which is pan-fried filet with peanut butter and banana. That sounds dreadful. As we all know, Elvis was very into industrial gothic. Oh, that was my next question. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. Well, it's going to be a theme like a power plant, like the 1920s. Why is that gothic? I don't know. Gothic is very... Power plant isn't gothic. It could be. It's very steampunk. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> it's industrial gothic. Now you're making all this up. <laughs> steampunk. And You've never heard the term steampunk. I have heard the term right. steampunk, but it doesn't mean anything. And industrial gothic means even less. <laughs> it's just words thrown into a press release. Okay, but I, I, you're, when you said the thing about it winning awards, that makes me excited. Because if it's going to be a really good establishment. It and, might be. We'll and see. not just another... Uh, you know, slab ribs, you know, right. like the Rainforest Cafe or something, that's good. And I generally like the Pantina group. I think Via Napoli is mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. I, I would vote Via Napoli well over anything like the Rainforest Cafe. Sure. Uh, I same agree. thing with Tutto Italia. I know it's very pricey, but it's a decent it Italian meal. It is. And, you know, there's a Pantina restaurant. It's decent. It's pretty good. There's an Italian restaurant that we have near us that's Pantina. That's it's good. I think is very good. Yep. Um, uh, very good, maybe strong. It's good. It's good. Um, so as long as it's good. It's better than the Rainforest Cafe. Oh, that, absolutely. Yeah. No question in my mind. Well, what's next? So we'll stay in the Disney Springs area, Dave. The Walt Disney Company and the National Basketball Association have announced that the NBA experience at the Walt Disney, Walt Disney World Resort will be coming to Disney Springs, and it's going to make you feel like you're in the middle of NBA action. Now, <laughs> which I don't, I'm not sure what that means. There'll be immersive videos and interactive experiences, as well as a big retail store and restaurant. Okay, unless some sweaty guy is going to jump on my table and bounces basketball, I don't know what that means about being in the NBA experience. But wasn't this at Universal? There was an NBA thing at Universal. It, I think it was just like a cafe. It's gone, it's gone now. It's gone. Oh, okay. It's gone. It's gone very recently. Okay. So, um, so are all the waiters going to be six foot eight and wear high tops? <laughs> all the waiters, yes. And uh, one out of every five will be important. The other four don't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe two out of every five. If it's a good night, you'll have two out of five. It will matter. Um, and the maitre d who was wearing his suit has no say over anything. Right. Don't even That's bother. Right. That's right. Don't don't take your complaints to the manager. Disney has again not announced when this is coming, but there is. Spe- oh, really? Yeah, but speculation is that it'll be replacing Disney Quest. It's going to be very big. Mm. My, my recollection of the NBA thing in Universal was that it was very big. That's and, why when you I said a cafe, just- I'm not. I, 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 it's not. It wasn't small. Right, but I don't think it was an NBA experience type of thing. I like mean, well, I mean, they, sure, I'm sure they've changed the name. Right, <laughs> right. And there's going to be all sorts of like, you know, uh, you know, it's it's going to be several uh, interactive things and all that kind of yeah. stuff. It's it, they haven't really given you any clue as to what's going to be there, but it's going to be big, and we'll see. It was called NBA City. Ah, that's and what it was. was really big place. I think it was just food, though, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Looks that way. Well, there was looks like there's a fairly sizable shop. Yeah, well, you're going to get Oh, a here it is here. from across the... Uh, <laughs> this makes great radio, us looking at the... <laughs> it was a big place. I, I remember Maybe it because... it was this big. I re- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, the reason why I, it, it, I remember it is, is because um, the one... I've never been... Well, it has been 30 years since I've been in a park at Universal. But I was at Margaritaville mm-hmm. <laughs> on City Walk about a year and a half ago, and this is a this thing was a giant building mm-hmm. on the other side of that little lake that's there right. with a huge statue right. in front of it. Um, so, I, I, it's hard to get excited about that. I mean, I mean, if it's replacing Disney Quest, who really cares? Yeah, Disney Quest has long since not mattered. But it's going to be another thing like. T-Rex or Hard Rock Cafe where the food is, you know it's not going to be anything. I'm not going there. Yeah, I'll be going to the Edison for some industrial gothic steampunk food. Or Indiana Jones place. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. That's fine. Cool. What's next? Um, Dave, they have changed the pricing structure of the you know, uh, uh, mug that uh, they dole out. At the Disney Resort. You mean the refillable mugs? Yeah, I do. Oh, mean the that must ones. have started a Twitter storm. People hate when you go into the mugs. <laughs> don't, don't mess with their mugs. The interesting thing about it is, Dave, they they've actually eliminated the length, the um, number of days uh, issue. So, in other words, you can really? buy a mug for one day, or you can buy a length of stay mug. And how much it's is the length of stay? Sixteen forty nine. That that's not bad. No, it's actually a reduction in price. Before it was... Wait a minute. Yeah, hold on. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, it was. Before it Mike. was eight ninety nine for one day, eleven ninety nine for two days. I know. Fourteen ninety nine for three days, and seventeen ninety nine for any more than that. Most people are more than that. Yeah. So most people will be paying actually less for the refillable mug wow. now. Mike, we've been doing... We've done, this is our 61st episode, our 62nd episode. Right. We've been doing this show for almost a couple of years now. And is this the first time you and I can remember a re, a, a significant item, a popular item, an item that starts Twitter storms actually being reduced in price? I don't ever remember. I can't it. think of any. I, can't I mean, it's only a dollar fifty, but hey, man, it's a dollar fifty. Well, yeah, it's a dollar fifty for all four of you. So now it's sure. six bucks. Six and you bucks. Can buy a tub of popcorn with that. <laughs> you can. <laughs> wow. I know, so but the that's the only thing that's changing, just the pricing structure. Everything else Correct. is correct. Everything oh, else okay. is the same. Cool. Everything else is the same. Dave, one I didn't tell you before, but I just came to my mind, um, and I forget the details that's of it. Not going to make I, a difference. I, I, I won't know I, about it. I've loathed to bring it up, but there has been. A, <laughs> oh no! Um, speaking of prices, there has been a survey going around. I don't know if you heard about this about Disney changing the park ticket pricing structure. I did. I did. This is the one thing I did read about. This okay. you're talking about the they gold tickets and silver. They tickets. put out a, sur- a survey where mm-hmm. they would where they would tier the prices based on popularity. Right. So the gold ticket just would- just like just like when you uh, the the points in mm-hmm. DVC. Right. The more there's seasons that are considered more desirable and they're more. So the tickets now the ninety nine dollars or whatever it is would be a bronze ticket, which would then. Um, only be good for off off season weekdays. The silver ticket, which would be a little bit more, and I don't remember the price structure off the top of my head, would be um, for the weekends 
or any weekend of the uh, off off season weekends as well as some other you know dates that are you know not peak but not off season sort of the mid tier days right like Columbus Day or whatever and then you would have the gold ticket which is good for any day um, which would be the only way you would be able to get in it for let's say the week of Christmas right um, I mean I think this is a way of Disney getting more. Increasing price tickets, but being able to still say, hey, we're only charging whatever. You just have to come off season. I love when they do these surveys of this stuff. And it is just a survey. This doesn't mean anything. Yeah. 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 But they're talking about going, from what I remember, uh, and I'm trying to find it here, but okay. they were talking about going as high as like $125 yes, that would be the gold. one day. Right. That would be the gold. Yeah. So if you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom on Christmas week... It's going to cost you 125 bucks. The other one was like 110, and the other would be like 100. Now, I only read I read about this on a blog somewhere. Actually, I think I just saw a blurb about it on uh, on Facebook or something. And um, the immediate reaction the apologists always have is to try to justify it mm-hmm. against something like the price of a Yankee game or something like that. You know, uh, I've said that, but go ahead. Right, leaving out the fact that. It, you don't fly to a Yankee game. <laughs> True, but I mean, it's 15 bucks to get over the bridge. And, and you don't go to, to seven Yankee games in a row. Well, there are, I mean, there are people Some people do. Yeah, 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 some people have season tickets. Yeah, they do. But um, $125 for one day. Just, I mean, I get, I, I see what they're doing. Listen, this is, this is what Disney's going towards, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to weed out the people who don't spend a lot of money. Sure. But this is what every... And let's not... I mean, this is what every entertainment business in the world is going towards now, pretty much. this kind of entertainment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even even baseball tickets are like this now. I mean, at least in New York. Um, They're, you know, they're trying... They would rather have one person paying $150 than three people People paying paying $50. $50. Absolutely. You know, uh, because it's less liability. It's easier to serve that one person. Right. You you need less... You know, employees yeah, taking care of them. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. So, so, and that's uh, that's where Disney is going with this as mm-hmm. well, and it has been for quite some time. Um, One hundred and twenty-five dollars, I think, would probably keep some people at home <laughs> if they're trying to limit the amount of people packing and, in and at Christmas. Thing I think does. that would do right. it. And another thing, it does. especially when you think that in a couple of years, with the price increases going, you're talking about one forty. It's right. only a few years away from one hundred and fifty dollars. Sure. You know, which sure. a family for means it's six hundred bucks to walk in the door. If they were stupid enough to buy a one day pass. Right. Um It I think another uh, perhaps objective of this is to sort of redistribute people sure. a little bit more. Totally. People will be, you know, maybe <laughs> we can't go Christmas. We'll have to take the kids out of school and exactly. go in early November. Exactly. Um, you know, stuff like that. Because because Christmas and July 4th is crazy. Insanity. I mean, we keep talking about how Disney keeps increasing the prices and this is going to be a problem. But every year, and we're going to get to that, um, attendance goes up every year. Yep. Yeah, no, no, absolutely right. You know, they're, they, want to, they just built a huge hotel. They're filling it up in the art of animation. They're going to be building more. But just 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 to uh, before we move on, just to reiterate, this was just a survey. This is we're, just we're talking about this, <laughs> criticizing it already, and and uh, it is just a survey. What's next? Well, let's go, Dave. Since we're talking about it, I'll skip ahead to uh, the themed entertainment association. My favorite TEA, thing has announced Dave's favorite thing, and that I is love the it. theme park global attractions attendance report. 
The Magic Kingdom remains the most visited theme park in the world at 19.3 million guests in 2014. That was 4% higher than 2013. Okay. Any any anybody change position in the top um, in the in the top portion of there? I mean, that is a good question, Dave. I believe it's very possible that Universal Studios in Japan jumped jumped over. I'd have to go back and look at the old one because they had a almost a seventeen percent increase. And wow! Are now five on the list ahead of Epcot, wow. Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios all reported. Well, they didn't report anything, but all had two percent increases. Um, obviously, this is by estimates. These theme parks don't actually report their um, their uh, attendances. This is something that's guessed at, so almost you know, educated guess by TEA. Um, Tokyo Disneyland remains number two. Disneyland grew three point five percent and remains number three. And Tokyo Disney Sea grew a mere zero point one percent, but it still is number four. Um, some of the big hits were SeaWorld Orlando was took an 8% hit and is now 22nd. Islands of Adventure. See, this is why I don't I, I don't necessarily wholeheartedly accept these figures. And a lot of people don't. They yeah. reported a 0% increase. They reported the same exact attendance. Now, granted, we're talking, I'm sure there's a plus or minus here. Right. But they reported a 0% increase. One way or the other. So really? Has, yeah. There's still 11. Um, Disneyland Park in Paris dropped almost 5%. It is number nine. But that's Animal Kingdom is number seven overall. Hollywood Studios, Dave, I know you love this, is number eight. Well, so so the answer to your question has to be that, yes, that Dis- Universal has jumped up because Animal Kingdom was sixth, I believe. Yeah. That's what I thought. Year. Universal Studios Japan jumped up. It's now number five. But. In U.S. parks, mm-hmm. Disney's Animal Kingdom remains the second most popular non-Magic Kingdom related park. Behind it's Epcot correct. and Animal Kingdom. Right. In just the United States, it would be Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and California Adventure. And the only reason why Hollywood Studios is on there is because they haven't readjusted those numbers yet. <laughs> yeah, well. I, it's, hard to be, it, it's hard to believe that, that um, California Adventure, since the change... Since all the changes hasn't really moved up significantly, because Disneyland's right, number two, right? Disneyland's number three behind Tokyo Disney. Okay, well, number two in the country. I'm thinking Correct. the country. So uh, you would think that Disney, that California Adventure, would eventually at least get in between Epcot and Animal Kingdom, or one of those. It may not. It won't be as big as Epcot, but I'm surprised that since. You know, I mean, anybody going to Disneyland probably goes to California Adventure because it's mm-hmm. the only other option. So I'd be interested to see next year's. Yeah, because Hollywood Studios this year alone, or or towards the end of the 2014, has taken a real hit with the backlot tour going. I mean, oh. there's really nothing to do. Yeah, um, I can't imagine it's going to gain any more ground. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. I know you love that story. So uh, yeah, because it's it's that dopey half day park stuff that drives me crazy. <laughs> you know, and 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 there are a lot of people who make a lot of, who who over the years. Now this has changed. Now let's be honest, it really has. There are a lot of people who over the years have made endless amounts of excuses for Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. and now they really can't. And and 
even though we're hearing about how Animal Kingdom, uh, nobody likes it, it's a half-day park, it was always, for the last four or five years, it's been higher, consistently higher on this number than, than Hollywood Studios. And even if you don't accept that the number is not completely accurate, the fact that the two would even be on par with each other when you consider Star Wars weekends and all of the things they've done, the ESPN thing, they used they to do that soap opera thing. Yeah, I mean, there's all of these things that they've done. They've never, they haven't done any of this stuff until recently to Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. and yet throughout all of this, you know, the this bad. Uh, bad press from the Disney faithful bloggers mm-hmm. you know that it's it's always been consistently pretty good so that that's kind of why I why I, mean, I always go on but I think it. that's really sort of changing I th- if you go to the it is now, bloggers yeah. most of them put Animal Kingdom everybody loves Magic Kingdom obviously and there's mm-hmm. always going to be that Epcot mm-hmm. stuff but there's a lot of people who put Animal Kingdom as their number two behind Magic Kingdom there's a lot and that's only really been in the recent la- yeah recent now, that's now- mostly because Epcot has really taken kind of a hit recently there's really yeah you know, there's a lot of problems, a lot of empty buildings, and they're not doing much with it. And then Hollywood Studios is just a complete disaster. So, so there's been a, I mean, what else could have changed in the Disney media, fan media world in the last couple of years? That Are you trying have... to get to something? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Some? Because there was never any coverage for the Animal Kingdom before. Uh, you're tra- you're trying to... <laughs> I'm taking full responsibility oh, for sure. it. Okay. What's next? Because <laughs> Bob Iger listens here. Yeah, but Mr. Rody might. I, I tend to doubt it. I don't think he listens, but he may read. <laughs> well, I know he read the Snow Leopard thing because he retweeted uh, see? it. Yeah. See? Right, anyway. see? See? Dave, let's we uh, talk about some positive. Let's talk about some not so positive. Uh, Disney has released through the Wall Street Journal, oddly enough, in an article, um, some of the information about the Frozen Strom, as I call it, although it is apparently... <laughs> They are calling it, it's the name of the ride, the Frozen um, redo of Maelstrom. It's going to be called Frozen Ever After. It's going to be the name of the ride. Stupid name. But first, there's also going to be, Disney announced a little bit about the pavilion that's going between Norway and Epcot, which is just going to be a meet and greet. greet. Um, It will feature unique, I don't know what that means, Norwegian architectural features. It means one of a kind. And it's going to be called the Royal Summerhus. I believe that's how you pronounce it, but I'm, I'm assuming that's Norwegian. It's going to sure. reflect the cultural arts and crafts of Norway. I'm sure, and it you'll will. be able to meet Anna and Elsa and buy plush, right? And buy plush. I don't know. They don't say anything about a store, but I would assume it'll be there, Mike. Don't you worry. Anyway, the Frozen Ever After is the new themed ride that's going to replace Maelstrom. And um, just by judging from the all the different show scenes that they're talking about, they don't even pay lip service to Norway here. It's this is full blown Arendelle, which was what we assumed. Um, the setting for Frozen Ever After is the winter festival that takes place in summer in Arendelle. That's going to be the theme. The queue line will be a trip through Wandering Oaken's Trading Post, which was a thing in the show, so move on. Thank you. Um, Olaf and Sven, that's the talking snowman and the deer and the reindeer, appear near Which the one's de- the reindeer? He's not the talking snowman. You don't know no, the difference. No, the There's names. a reindeer in the Sven. Sven's the reindeer. Sven, yes. He appears near the beginning of the ride. It's the best they came up with. Troll Norwegian Valley. Name. Sven. Troll Valley is Grandpappy Troll tells his story about... <laughs> I guess the trolls were horrible. That was the worst part of the movie. I actually like Frozen, but the trolls were stupid. Okay. Tells the story about Anna and Kristoff met before moving up the lift hill along to find Olaf. So it's the same ride system. And if you look at the concept art it's even the same boats it looks like even though I saw them 
I thought they trashed That's them. That's what yeah. I thought, too, but it looks like the same boats in the concept art. Um, the big show scene is Elsa on a balcony singing Let It Go, of course, and that is obviously where the trolls used to be. Because if you see the concept art, she's right in front of you. So obviously you're going to go in there. She's going to be singing "Let It Go" with, you know, frozen fractals all okay. around. Okay, you mean where the where the switch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then Marshmallow, which is um, from the short Frozen Fever, makes an appearance. I don't have any idea who that is because I never saw Frozen Fever. Um, what is final, Frozen Fever? What that's a short that was in front of. Uh, what was it in front of? I don't even remember what it was. In, I don't know what's in front of. Maybe it's in front of Inside Out coming out. I'm okay. not sure. The it's the only piece of concept art that one with... With, with Elsa singing in the boat. And sparkles coming yep. out of her hands? Yep. Okay. Yep. So they don't really have much in the concept art. No, you're right. You the boats tell, are exactly the same. And you could tell that that's where the trolls used to be. I'm sure yeah. you're yeah, getting yeah, towards yeah, her yeah. and there's yeah. going to be... The final scene features a firework celebration with a wave from Elsa, Anna, Olaf, Sven, and Kristoff. The ride time is around four minutes. Guess what? That's exactly what Maelstrom was. So they're not changing the footprint of Maelstrom at all. Not at all. Doesn't sound like it at all. Which puzzles me, because if this is going to be popular, and there's no doubt in my mind this is going to be popular to it's begin short with. short term, yeah. Uh, at least to begin with. Sure. The line is going to be horrible. Maelstrom is not very good at moving large crowds. No, never It's a was. bit of a slow loader. It's not good at, at moving medium crowds. Yeah, I you mean, know. it could get a pretty decent yeah. crowd, and it doesn't. Yep. it doesn't move well. This could be a disaster in terms of crowd mm. flow. Um, it, it, anyway, it, the ride makes use of. Hold on one second, there, Dave. Audio animatronics and builds on the success of those introduced in Seven Dwarves Mine Train, according to Disney. Rear projection technology is combined with moving animatronic figures to deliver extremely expressive facial features, and the date is expected to be late spring 2016. Um, I'm sure you remember the dwarves from the frozen uh, from the uh, mine train. Yeah, um, you know the that, good that kind of figures. Yep. Good yep. look to them. So I, I figure that's what they're going with there. But anyway, thoughts. I have none to give. Uh, I, I one thing I'm happy about is that we're not retelling the story of the movie in four minutes. You know, I hate that. Um, that's true. So that I, true. I, I like that they're they're doing something. You know, that they're that breaking away from that mold. Um, I'm quite frankly not stunned that they're not changing the footprint of the ride at all because I think we've known for, long, for a long, long time that they were going to do this on the cheap. It was 18 months. You can't really just destroy yep. a building and build a brand new nope. mega ride. Right. In that time. At least Disney can Right. in that uh, no. time frame. No. We know that. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> a four-year project. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be done kind of kind of quickly and, and that kind of stuff. Um, I probably won't go in it. It doesn't. Oh, I will. I'm, if there's, if I get a fast pass, I would never waste a fast pass in something like this. Um, but I would, uh, if you know, in a few years when when there's <laughs> no line, then I'll go. I'll I'll look at it. But it's not something that seems to interest me, and only because you know, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of, of of a lot of movies that have been turned into rides. For instance, The Little Mermaid. Um, you don't it, like the Little Mermaid movie? It's okay. I never oh, thought it was a great. I thought it was fine. Wasn't my favorite of that era of films. Um, I thought the animation and it was, eh. and I, the music was very good, and that was really it to me. The rest of it was not not so great. Um, I, but but and I've heard. Now I haven't seen the movie Frozen, but I have heard a couple of songs, and um, I don't think the music is any good <laughs> in Frozen. So I, I I don't have that to go and mm-hmm. to look forward to. Um, so I, it doesn't really have much of an appeal to me at all because I don't think it's going to be. They, ha- I, it feels like they 
haven't invested any time or effort into it. They just threw something up in what they had. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're obviously spending money on uh, uh, high tech animatronics. Sure, but, but they haven't like developed anything. Nah, it doesn't you know, seem like it's that big of a deal. No, yeah. no, it's gonna. To me, it's like you know, it's like when they put. And this is another thing that bothers me when they put Captain Jack Sparrow and all those things into Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, although this is different because yeah, they're redoing different. the whole thing. But you know, after a while, it's just another animatronic. You know, yeah, like and unless the, the ride gives you something great, which Pirates does. But not because of Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Just because it was a great ride to begin with. I don't expect this to give you anything great because I don't because they haven't allowed the designers to design on their own. They had to go inside of constraints mm-hmm. of these things, which I think always limits Absolutely. the design potential. Absolutely. I mean, the one thing, not to go too far afield, Jack, Jack Sparrow animatronics were pretty impressive when I first saw them. Sure. I thought they were great. Yeah. I mean, I understand you know, good. why are we sticking this into Pirates of the Caribbean didn't need to be, but I thought it was pretty impressive animatronic figures anyway. It is a good animatronic. Yes, I agree. All right. Uh, is that it? Nope. One oh, more. boy. We do have a long one. I today. told you. Disney is introducing a number of enhancements to the Disney dining plan. That with the never aim- means something good. Enhancements is always a euphemism for something bad. Uh, <laughs> no? All right. All right. Hey, we're, going, we're doing good with today. With the aim of increasing the flex- flexibility and usability of the uh, meal plan, the Disney dining plan. Um, basically, it, ex- it expands the range of snack offerings, makes more flexible substitutions, and changes the way adult and child entitlements can be used. I'm not going to go too crazy here and go the details I suggest, well, mostly because I would never use the dining plan. No, I wouldn't but either. Snacks, so I don't know much about it. Which were very specific. You know, would, you know, would say on there a snack, you know, a snack credit right. or whatever. Um, now includes all items that are marked as a snack eligible. All single-serve non-alcoholic beverages not served in the souvenir container, although why you would waste it on a $2 no idea. soda. No idea. All ice cream novelties. All hand-scooped ice cream not served in a souvenir container. All quick service, and this is a big change, all quick service menu say, side All the rest dishes. of it sounded like snacks to me. This doesn't... Right. All quick service me- menu side dishes. Okay. So now you can get a thing of French fries fry. if you want yep. or whatever. Yep. Uh, fresh pop popcorn. Um, and also at breakfast, the following are now considered snacks, so you can use it for breakfast now. Nice. That's cereal, French toast sticks, which there is you go. oatmeal. You can use as a snack credit. Um, you know, sides of things like eggs and sausage and bacon, um, biscuits and gravy, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so they are expanding that. There are some changes to entitlements from, but I'm not going to get involved. I'll just stick to. The it sounds like they've just expanded the usability of it. Yeah, which is it's a good real, thing, I it think. It is a good thing. Not uh, that I would ever use this thing, but it is good. Right. I know this is the one thing. I mean, obviously, Mike and I get, just like everybody who does these kind of shows and writes blogs and stuff, gets asked a million questions about Disney from anybody we know who's visiting mm-hmm. and is not dialed into the Disney travel community and that kind of stuff. Um, and I always get this question about the dining plan, especially when free dining comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say take anything free as long as you it actually is free, and though that's the trick with the Disney dining plan free thing. But I, I know nothing about it. I've never used it. I never will. It has nothing to do with the value, only because I don't eat that much food in a day. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, if you look at how much food you have to eat in order to get your whole plan out. If you're paying I, for it, it's, I mean, in yeah. a nutshell, if you're paying for it, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It doesn't sound like it, it is, no, unless you're really planning on bringing a taking, lot of a lot of Pepto Bismol. You're with better you. off taking all the money you would have spent on it, put it on a Disney gift card, and just 
pay for your meals. Do what you and want. And I bet yep. you, you have stuff left over. Yeah, it does sound that way. The issue comes whether or not free dining is worth it. And it sounds odd that free dining, whether or not it's worth it, but you have to remember that you can only use it in certain times. And Very small have, times, right too. Right now, small times. Yep. And um, the availability of certain restaurants is limited, but most importantly... Um, you have to pay rack rate for your hotel. No discount. Right. Which so they almost always offer some sort of you discount, can, especially that time of year. Right. You can almost always get at least a 30% discount. And in right. fact, Disney announced this year, along with, at the same time of announcing free dining, they announced various discount plans for the almost the same time period, you know, depending on yep. 20% for but you know um, what, Mike? It, values and 30%. But the dining plan sold out like that. But exactly. people don't. It works. They just yeah right. They just say oh free dining. Let's do it. It works. We're it's, gonna eat for free, but it, you gotta plug it in. Try to figure it out. Um, it's brilliant marketing. They, it is. They make it work every year. It is. Regardless of how many of our of shows like this say exactly what you just said, mm-hmm. it it goes. If people. Do I mean, it there are year. blogs, and we didn't never did this, but if you go to find blogs that actually will calculate it out for yep. you and show you that <laughs> it's it, not worth it. Right. Depen- it, it really depends. Right. I mean, if it's a two of you. In a um, hotel room, it's different than it's four of you because the you know the price structure right. of right. and whether or not the free dining for two and the versus free dining for four. So it's it's very specific to what resort you are and how many people are there. Right. But there are definitely scenarios where free dining is actually is not, not worth free. it. Yep. Exactly. All right. So that's it. Yep. That's it. All right. Let's take another short break, and when we come back, it's snack time at the Animal Kingdom. Many people. That's swell. I hope they're ready for a wild adventure. Let's, let's get this show on the road. <laughs> We're on our way, my friends. Our journey has begun. If you are looking for the best information, news, and opinions on Disney's Animal Kingdom, the only website to visit is jomboeveryone.com. Besides keeping you up to date on everything going on at the park, you can also find attraction and dining reviews in-depth information on conservation and wildlife, and even some terrific images of the animal kingdom and its cast of furry friends. JumboEveryone.com is the Internet's only site devoted entirely to our favorite theme park, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Visit us today and have a wild time. Come, everyone, clap along now. I feel safe in saying that I speak for Safari Mike when I say that Disney's Animal Kingdom sets the standard in good food at Walt Disney World. At least to me it does. Especially in the area of snacks and small plates. Hmm. They set the standard for that. Epcot's pretty good. But not snack-wise. Good dinner-wise. Snack-wise, to me, it's, it's, it's not what it used to be. But, right, maybe it's not quite what it used to be, but okay. you can get some pretty darn good snacks okay. at Epcot. But those are the two parks, and Animal okay. Kingdom's one of them. Okay. So we thought today, since we haven't really had much time to plan a show for you, that we would do something useful and discuss the snack small plate side 
of the Animal Kingdom. Now, we've talked a lot about how much we like it there and how it's the kind of place where you can just sort of mingle around or, or meander around and get a little bite here and a little bite there and, uh, mm-hmm. and how, it's, how it really lends itself that, to that. And I think that's one of the pluses of the park. Um, so we thought we'd go around and discuss, rather than kind of review a restaurant, we would discuss all these great snack items found. Um, we're going to talk about our favorites. We're going to talk about what you can find. We're going to kind of breeze through what what you can find, just yeah, so you have a just so you have a rundown. Yeah, run. But we're going to give you some highlights. Yes. So I thought we would start in um, Discovery Island, and then we'll go clockwise around the park, heading sure. to Africa first. I understand what clockwise means. Okay, so Discovery Island. <laughs> now. Yes, sir. Uh, do you have... Well, I'll let you take it from here. Do you, do you have any specific highlights that you would say would be Discovery Island? All right, let me give you a couple. Um, first of all, as we know, Animal Kingdom is unique among the four parks, and that has the allergy area kiosk. That has a lot of snacks for people who are gluten free and have allergy. You know, they can find out what's good for them for the allergies. So they have, um, you know, like they have gluten free vegan donuts, for example. Right. And they have, you know, gluten free cupcakes and hummus and things like that. So that's a for people who have that requirement. Uh, Animal Kingdom does a good job for snacks there. And that's in Discovery Island. But let's move on. That would be my highlight, too, just to say. Okay. The one thing that came to my mind is that they do have that one spot right. that offers something unique. And it also it also provides you information for the other spots in the park. Right. In terms of what, you know, what if you have like a peanut allergy, it'll right. tell you, you know, what to look for and all that kind of stuff. Dave, one of the highlights for me and um, is the Beastly Kiosk, which is a small kiosk there, that sells the famous jalapeno cheese pretzel. Which I absolutely love. It also has the Mickey pretzel, which is the pretzel shaped like a Mickey Mouse. But it has the jalapeno cheese pretzel, which is delicious. And there are yeah. a couple of spots in Animal Kingdom that have this particular item. Yeah, that is that is a good one. I, I can't think of anything on Discovery Island myself that I've now that we're thinking about it, kind of geographically like this, that I've that I've really pined away for. Uh, you're wrong about that. I know for a fact that you have. Yeah. Right before you get to Africa, oh, I know exactly what you're gonna say. <laughs> is the Discovery Island yes. ice cream yep, shop? Yeah, yeah. There's so, two of those. There is. There's one. There's in Di- one in Dino Land, and that was the one that was thinking. I was we'll thinking in my it, head. Yep. Go ahead and tell them all about Discovery Island ice cream. Oh, a, a fine and 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 <laughs> wonderful establishment. Just uh, it's across from uh, well, it's across from what's now Starbucks. Right. Yeah. I'm right by the Tree of Life Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, trails entrance there they do cookie sandwiches yes so you can pick what kind of ice cream you want Mm -hmm. and then they put it in a chocolate chip cookie now i know this sounds bizarre and i think the ice cream dave before we move on is vanilla chocolate strawberry and cookies cookies and cream cream. now as weird as this might sound it's two chocolate chip cookies delicious chocolate chip cookies Mm -hmm. gigantic huge huge this is this is an entire meal this thing can you get just the ch- chocolate chip cookies? You can. Okay. Um, try the cookies and cream ice cream. Okay. In the cookies. I know you've got Oreo and chocolate chips kind of colliding there. It really works. It's delicious. The it's one-, one of my five favorite things in Walt Disney World to eat. <laughs> the one in Dino Land's a little different. It is a little the, different. The sandwiches that you're describing there are the same. Are the same, which is all that matters. You right. wouldn't. I would not go to here... 
to buy anything else but that. They also have like a bug Sunday, which has don't like need gummy it. worms and stuff. Don't need like it. That, Just get I guess this. Fits the theme no, of the yeah, local yeah. Yes. Uh, tree of life. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's a, tough to be a bug. I forgot that was there. Because they have it in Dinoland, too. That's what I was thinking of Dinoland. And you just mentioned Starbucks, and we talked at the beginning. Starbucks does have a lot of pastries and things like that. I'm not going to go into a whole detail of it, but they're actually quite good. Their scones are actually pretty good. Yeah. So if you're into... That's more of a breakfast thing, but that's a good snack, scones. Um, you also have... Uh, I mean, just, just running down, you have a, a popcorn place, right? Mm-hmm. You, have a co- you had a coffee place, the Isle of Java. Is that still there? That or? is still there, but it's mostly but, just coffee. That's over by Flame Tree now. Yeah. That's part of that. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of things now at. But am I missing some? No, but the there's Flame Tree Barbecue, right? And we were just talking about um, now with your dining plan for a snack item, you can get a side. The onion rings there are pretty good. Okay, so yeah. that's not a bad choice for a snack. And Pizza Fari actually has pretty decent breadsticks with sauce. Uh, that that's was going to say that one too. <clears throat> so pizza, those, yep. I mean, I'm not a big Pizza Fari fan, but the breadsticks are not bad. If you're just looking for a quick run in middle middle day afternoon snack, and you don't want something sweet and, right. and heavy, I'm not a big sweet guy anyway. That, right. I'm I mean, these are these anyway. are fine. I mean, they're they're they kind of taste like something you might get at, at your fifth grade lunchroom, but they're not <laughs> completely horrible. <laughs> They're, They're probably a step above. There the, may be a step above. Step above the frozen section, but po- only a little, short step. A short, small, a baby step. step. <laughs> a baby step above. Okay, so that, that'll do it for Discovery Island, right? Yes, We sir. don't have much else to say there. So let's move on to uh, Africa. Yes, sir. And the first one that you see when you walk in is Tamu Tamu. Right, which is now um, mostly a sweet, it's ice cream. I know they have chocolate-covered espresso beans. And they also... Um, have the Dole Whip and the Dole Whip with rum. Um, although mm. they, they're for this whatever. It's not reason, a snack. That's a drink. We're talking about snacks. <laughs> the rum. <laughs> if you look at it, it's really a snack. No, I no, mean, the Dole Whip is a snack. You got to eat it. Um, um, I'm sorry. Um, it's the. They don't call it the Dole Whip. They're not allowed to for some reason. They call it a pineapple soft serve. I'm not sure why, but it's a Dole Whip. Now, on the menu for there. Is something that they call Mickey ice cream cookie, chocolate cookie sundae. Sounds good. Hand dipped vanilla ice cream with two chocolate chip cookies. It sounds like what we just sounds like it's similar. Yeah, did, they didn't move those out of that one kiosk. Not that I'm aware of. I hope as not. As far as I know, that kiosk because is still there. This, There's no cookies and cream. Th- this only offers vanilla, which yeah. is not good. No, that's. I mean, it's good, but it's something you can get anywhere. Well, you still have the dinosaur, a Dinoland one. If they, do. The, they have a waffle, like a like a waffle there now at uh, Time of Tam. Well, what kind of waffle? Chocolate waffle, looks really? Good. Yeah, it looks like it might be worth. It might be worth doing. <laughs> be worth checking out. We haven't been to Tamu since obviously Harambe Market opened only a couple right. weeks ago, and they removed all the the actual food from there. Right. So yes. So uh, that and then we, we we got a lot of options here in Africa. So what what stands out as a uh, as a, uh, a a highlight for you besides Tamu Tamu? Well, there is obviously the Harambe Market. Which has each of the stalls has an African tart, which is like this coconut type of um, item, which I've heard very, very good things about. Um, it is, you know, pretty good size. Um, it is your standard dessert, and it's served it, like I said, at each of the kiosks. Um, but like I said, I've heard very good things about it. It's almost like this little pie of coconut yeah. goodness. I don't know if you've uh, seen any of it. I certainly haven't tried it. No, obviously not. Um, but that's the only one right now until Zuri's Sweet Shop opens. That's all you got in terms of that kind of snacks. And even looking at the menus, it doesn't look like you can order 
some of the side dishes there, like a broccoli slaw that they have at the ribs right. on its own. I, I'm sure they probably would give it to you and charge you something, but it's not offered on the I menu. I would hope. Um, the Harambe Fruit Market yep. is still at the near the um, entrance to Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, that offers, obviously, fruit, bananas, apples, uh, all that kind of stuff, uh, craisins and all that kind of stuff. But it also, again, offers the jalapeno cheese pretzel. Um, as well as the Mickey pretzels. So oh, it does. It does. It, it has for quite some time. It's, so oh, that's wow. another spot you can get that. Um, and then there's, of course... And craisins. And craisins. <laughs> you can't forget craisins. I don't know what craisins are. It sounds like Every time we see them in the menu, craisin. my wife goes, why do they sell these? <laughs> She's so annoyed by craisins. I don't know why, but she is. But, I mean, if you want like some fruit, like an right. apple or a banana, I mean, that's, you know, that's yep, a, yep. not a bad breakfast either. But there's also, of course, Cusafiris, which... We're not going to talk about why. I don't want to discuss Cusafiri. Cusafiri has dead to me, Mike. Cusafiri has a lot of lovely items. It's dead to me. It has has nothing worth eating anymore. It has cupcakes, which are horrible. The cotton top top cupcake, the white elephant, the zebra, the lion cub. These are just paint. These are just cupcakes with with food coloring in the ice. It has a colossal cinnamon roll, which is horrible. The size of your head. It is the size of your head. It has elephant. I don't know why they're trying to make all of us fat. Why do they need a, a, a cinnamon roll that size? Well, you can share it with people. You're going to need a, a whole truckload of people to share that thing with. It's gigantic. Okay. Listen, Kusafiri was once... Elephant ears are good. Have you the had the ho- elephant ears? They're not that good. Home of the best snack in the animal kingdom, perhaps in all of Walt Disney World. You're going to have to get over it, Dave. In the African spice cake, which they took away... And now it's dead to me, so I don't want to discuss because the African spice cake was good. It was very good. It, it was, was unique. Top notch. It was yep, yep. And that, you can't say that a lot for baked goods at Disney. No, their baked goods are average. Their cupcakes suck. Their cupcakes, well, I mean, they're just average. They taste like sh- they like supermarket cupcakes. You're going to say a bad word. I was going to say Shoprite, <laughs> but I thought that Shoprite only really goes to people in, around us. Coast. I don't think the people <laughs> around, yeah, yeah. So I was not going to use a bad word. I was going to say Shoprite, and I censored myself because they, like, they, they taste like supermarket cupcakes. Yeah, I don't eat. Uh, for, to be honest, I don't even eat cupcakes that are good. And I do, but I these are these are fan. are um, not that good. I was a big fan of the African spice cake. I, th- I thought it was good, uh, very good. I like the elephant ears. I thought they were pretty good. You're not a big fan? No. All right. Disney used to make one good cupcake. I'm going to go on a side rant. They here. did. Well, yes. I don't eat cupcakes. So go if ahead. you would, if you either. in Germany, the caramel store, they mm-hmm. used to have a vanilla cupcake with white icing mm-hmm. that they would drizzle fresh caramel on. I like caramel, and it was delicious. I would just get caramel. I like the caramel there. I, I wouldn't. get They a would cupcake. put the they put it right on the cupcake. It'd be dripping off the side of the, of the plastic. You'd be eating the outside of the of the of the wax paper. Delicious. They took that away too. Did they really? Sons. Not. I'm. They took away all my favorite things. Okay. So next stop is. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say the next stop is Asia. We're now on the road to Asia, right? We have okay, some, we have go. some carts on the road I, I think to Asia. Technically, they're considered part of Asia. But okay. But let's let's get on the road to Asia, um, which is where Mr. Kamal's is probably still on that. We would consider that it on is, that road, yes, right? Yes, it is. Um, now, Mr. Kamal's has changed. Yeah, now it's like things like hummus in samosas right. with the mango salsa. I've had that. It's actually pretty good. And that's, again, a good snack. I think Mr. Kamal's was where they used to have the boneless chicken wings. Which were terrific. Which I would consider more of a meal. 
I wouldn't consider that necessarily a snack. Yeah, I would. I, I think I would agree with you. Hummus is a yeah. snack. That's a good solid snack. And I would samosas maybe a little bit more mealy than than a snack. But um, whatever. I would call them. A, I would call the old chicken, the old uh, boneless chicken bites, a a, a like a, a lunch meal. Yeah, because like, it didn't have like a side dish or anything. it's yeah. like getting a hot dog. Yeah, but they took those away too. Right. The other one of my favorite things. Now, these are two of my favorite things they've taken away recently, and I still like the snacks of the Animal Kingdom. So the, I'm. How about Bradley Falls? They That's take right away there. any more right than across that. The yeah, way. It's right across the way. Now, Bradley Falls now is vegetarian or something like that, right? Or well, Mr. Kamal's is really because the uh, Bradley Falls has the Thai pork sandwich, which again, oh, I would not that's different. A sandwich. Okay, yep, yep, yep. You're right. But they do have an Asian noodle salad, borderline. I, I would really consider that a lunch. But they do have. Is a, it that big? It's yeah. it's decent enough where you you Good. can eat lunch. I haven't had that. They have the uh, edamame. Which at uh, three ninety nine is a solid snack, a very healthy snack, a very na- animal kingdomy snack. I've had that, the edamame. It's pretty good. You don't eat that? I don't even know what it is. It's like a little bean type, like a green bean kind of looking thing. Green bean. Okay. It is. Suck the little bean. pods out of the uh, the shoot. It sounds that sounds like a lot of work. So as we move in into Asia, <laughs> we also have does Drinkwala have any snacks? Or is it just drinks? You know, is there I, there at all? they might have put something in there with Flame Tree closed, but generally speaking, it doesn't. They probably have like uh, kids, like the apples. They probably have craisins. Well, every place I mean, <laughs> can't have have to have good craisins. Probably have craisins. <laughs> um, what else do we have in Asia? We have the tea company, right? Which has some pastries um, yep. in it, like donuts and croissants and things. But like that. But nothing ethnic at all. No. Yeah. No. So it's kind of kind of. Bland, bland, but what? What and Megan used to, my daughter used to love the donuts there, but then they changed them, so she's anti donuts there. See, they get rid of all the good yeah, stuff. I know, I know. Um, and then, <laughs> so if you find something that you like in Disney, really like food wise, get it right away because yeah, it's going to be gone be soon gone. and replaced with a hot dog. Um, there are some things at Yak and Yeti. I was just going to go there. I'm the counter a, service. I'm a big fan of the Yak, and I'm not the only one. Uh, my wife is a big fan of this as well. The Yak and Yeti um, French fries, of all things. I know. They're I don't quite- know if they're done in a certain kind of, uh, maybe they use a peanut oil or something like that. But they're Duck fat. I don't know. Duck fat, <laughs> yeah. But, they're, but they are good. They also have- and Which now, by the way, as we were talking about before, is now considered a snack option. <laughs> there you go. The dining plan. They go. also have a pineapple coconut cake. Or they used mm-hmm. to, which wasn't bad. Um, and they, I think you can get egg rolls. I, you can get pork egg rolls there. You can get chicken fried rice, just like an order of chicken oh, fried rice. Oh, I've had that before. Yeah, I've done considered chicken. a snack. It is considered a snack, but I would put that in with the chicken wing thing we were talking about. Before. That's fine. But That's a big snack. I'm almost. I've had that for a meal. That you can use one of your snack credits for that. Right, right. But it's a. But I'm just just to kind of give people an idea. But it's it's a big. It's a it's a good sized chicken fried mm-hmm. rice. It's it's filling. It's, it makes a good little light lunch. Right, 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 for sure. Okay. And there's also in yep. Asia the Anandapur frozen drink section. Oh, that's right. Which has the uh, you know not only a Kali River mango margarita and the triple Yeti blast. I think you can get a yak attack. You can get a yak attack, and that's attack. almost a snack. It's yummy. They also offer um, Mickey pretzels there too, with cheese dip in a musical tumbler, which I have not seen, but I haven't either. You can get a uh, a Mickey pretzel with cheese dip in a musical tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the what this was this is the um, an Indoor frozen drink section. The upcountry. There's two. There's one that's over by Bradley Falls and Mr. Kamal's. That's upcountry, right? That might be this one. And then there's the one that's on the side of the Yak and Yeti. 
And they all they serve bo- uh, essentially the same drinks. Yeah. One of them has the Mickey cheese pretzel. Yeah, I'm not sure the, which. I forget the names of the one. And I think the last one in Asia is probably the ice cream truck, right? The Ananda oh, ice cream yeah, truck. Yeah, there is the ice cream truck. Yeah, which is on just, the way out to. Right. And that's just soft serve. It's, it doesn't have the hand uh, hand uh, scooped ice cream. The only thing really good about it is the truck is incredible. Yeah, it's very nice. Very you nice. know, it's it's amazing. And of course, you know, you know, not to go too far afield here, but those little you know push carts are a bit, are all around. You know, that serve the uh, Mickey bars and the frozen bananas and all that kind of stuff. Right. I know there's one near there, for example. There's one out in front of the park and all that kind of stuff. But and so let's finish up in Dino Land, which has a lot. It has more than you think. It has more than it you does. think. It does. <laughs> and, and some good stuff, too. It does. Yeah. It does. There is Cornivore. They're all very punny, too. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> there is Cornivore, which, as you could possibly probably guess, is a popcorn stand. Is that in Is that in the Chester and Hester's? Where is Cornivore? Um, is yeah, it I just a regular off. popcorn stand that they stuck that sign on, and that's why I don't recognize yeah, Cornivore? Probably. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's the Dino Diner, which is in the back of yes. Dino Land. That has right. the cinnamon glazed pecans and almonds. It also has snow cones and cotton candy, so you get some good stuff there. Yeah, that's a neat little like Bakelite trailer looking thing. There's right. Then there is they have, they have the the um, Mickey the pretzel. I think they have nachos there. Okay. They have little. Yeah, do they stuff have like, nachos there too? Uh, they used to. I don't know that they still right. do, but they used to. There is Dino Bites, which is near Restaurantosaurus, and that is the place that serves the ice cream sandwich you talked about before. That is yummy. There they also have like things like Hot Fudge Sundays, which is not available over at the other place. Right. Um, right. So there is there is a little bit of a difference between you the, can, the two. You can you can also Mike mentioned all the ice creams before, vanilla chocolate, cookies and cream and I think strawberry. Um, you can also, also have a sugar free one. Somewhere. They have okay. a sugar free one. You can get a. You can get that. I think the Bug Sunday you can get there as well. I'm not sure about that. I, you can get the Bug yeah, Sunday I think there? you okay. can. Um, you can get them in like a waffle cone, big waffle cones. Mm-hmm. I believe they have a churro thing there too. They do have churros yeah. there, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and they'll do floats for you, all that kind of stuff. That's a, that's. I like that place. And there's one more. It's yummy. There's uh, only one. I think. Trilobites, yeah, trilobites, which is right. As you're sort of getting towards the bridge and heading towards uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. Now, this, that's changed quite a bit over the years. Yeah. Currently, it serves uh, a wa- fresh waffle with strawberries. It has a waffle bowl sundaes. And it has milkshakes. They have, on occasion, uh, during busy seasons, will have a... I, I've had it, the buffalo chicken waffle sandwich there, which is kind of reminiscent of the Sleepy Hollow waffle sandwiches. So when did they stop doing the turkey legs there? Um, well, you know what, Dave? They might be, well, once the Flame Tree Barbecue took over the turkey legs, they stopped serving it there. Because I thought they got rid of all that. I thought they went to turkey legs and some sort of like barbecue chicken thing. No. No, the turkey legs no longer there. Oh, okay. Now, having said that, I know they've redistributed the stuff that you get at Flame Tree. Which took over the turkey leg. That's where you were able to get the turkey leg, the Flame Tree Barbecue. Okay. I don't remember what kiosk they threw the turkey leg in. You can get turkey legs. It may be this one again. But they officially put the turkey leg on the Flame Tree Barbecue menu and took it out of Trilobites. Okay. Good. Have you ever had the um, waffle sandwich there? The uh, um Buffalo chicken one. It's no, a little I spicy. Haven't. It was pretty good, actually. No, I, ha- I haven't. I haven't. It's like shredded chicken in a buffalo sauce. You know, I just Googled the word trilobite. Mm-hmm. You know, that actually is 
a fossil of, of, of it's an extinct marine anthropod. Yeah, of That's awesome. You don't know that? No, of course not. Nobody knows that but you. Are they, oh, everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows that but you. <laughs> and anybody listening here who says you know it, you didn't know it until Mike. They knew you know. it. No, you didn't. It looks like a little, almost like a, you know those little, uh, uh, those little gray bugs. I forget what you call them. They walk around. They, when you lift up a log, there's usually like ten of them. They, they look like they have like a, almost like a shell, and little legs sticking out from under them. And yes, that's what they look like. I get the names of those bugs. I'm still not convinced that this is not the Turkey Lake place. It might currently be the Turkey Lake place, but it stopped being it when the Flame Tree took over it, like last year. Okay, so when but now the Flame Tree's down, they redistributed all that food. Oh, so it might be the Turkey Turkey Leg place again uh, temporarily, right? Yeah, so hopefully when the Turkey Legs go back to the Flame Tree, it'll be it. When the Flame Tree opens in late June or whatever it is now, it should be soon. They pushed it back a couple of times, so. Just to sort of sum up, three things you must have when going to the Animal Kingdom snack-wise. Three things. Well, a jalapeno cheese pretzel for sure. Um, that's a tough one, Dave. I would have to say the ice cream sandwich probably. Oh, totally. Come on. Totally. Totally. And then I might say, hmm, that's a tough one. Maybe the onion rings at Flame Tree? I don't know if I have to have them, but I mean they're oh, good. well, not have to, but the three things that you would say make sure you you, you, right. you, you, you check best, them out. the fries, the yak and yeti are very. I mean, I haven't had the dole whips of Tamu yet, so maybe I would put that in there. That one, yeah, um, yeah, but those are probably those are probably my top. What about you? I w- unfortunately, like I've been whining about this whole time, a lot of them have gone away mm-hmm. that I used to be. Really big fan of. to try the African tart that's in the Harambe market now. I heard good things. Yeah, I, I would. And I cer- like coconut. I would certainly say for sure, um, as I've said a million times already, the 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 ice cream sandwich. Um, Basket of fries. No, I would I would go with the uh, the chicken fried rice. I okay. Do, I do. I did enjoy the chicken fried rice. It is your normal everyday chicken fried rice, but it's hot and it's light. As far as you know, mm-hmm. not too filling, mm-hmm. and, and I do, I do like it. Um, Breadsticks and pizza. Trial of bites is gone. <laughs> now that the trial of bites is gone, I would say, oh, God, it's hard to come up with a third one now. I mean, there's there's a lot of them out there, but um, I know so much has changed, and and and. Um, well, we don't know what Zuri's Sweet Shop is going to have either. We don't know what Zuri's Sweet Shop is going to have. I haven't been to the to the Harambe Market yet. So I don't know what that offers me. Um, I don't know. Let me ask you a different I, question. No, I would say the jalapeno cheese pretzel right. would be one right. that I would pick for sure. Let me ask, yeah, you, I, yep, that, let me ask you a different question, putting you on the spot here. Yeah? What would you add? Really? Yeah, really. African spice cake. Oh, no, not, I mean, something, oh, all right. That's okay, fine. how about African spice cupcake? <laughs> Actually, if they add the African, African spice, cake, spice cake muffins, they should call it like an African cinnamon cake, and people would actually buy and it. And everybody would buy it. They yep. get worried about the African spice cake. Yep, people do get worried about that. I always thought, um, and we've talked about this before, but different different types of Dole Whip things, like mango ones or passion fruit ones, maybe would be fun. I would think, you know, having going back and thinking about it, I would probably say, if you're going to put three on there, if the Dole Whip has to be on it. I mean, the Dole Whip is one of Disney's better snacks, mm-hmm. and you don't have to stand on a big line for it here, probably. 
So probably not. But they don't do. They don't do. I'm I'm partial to the float, the pineapple float. You see, I'm not. So the vanilla yeah. ice cream and the pineapple. Yeah. They don't do that. This is just straight up soft serve. You know, pineapple soft serve. They don't. Yeah. That's all they do. They add rum to one of them. But um, you know, I always thought a Sunday place would be like a make your own Sunday would be fun. Yeah, they don't do that anywhere. No. Yeah, they don't do that anywhere. They do it in Disneyland. And another thing they do in Disneyland uh, in um, in California Adventures is this cone thing. Have you ever seen the cones where they put like chili cheese in a, in a bread cone and people can walk around? I don't know why they don't do something like that. They tried it in Disney, downtown Disney. I don't know how successful it would be. But... Have you ever had the brownie paw no, no, I know what it is, but it's you know it has buttercream on it. I'm not a big buttercream. I fan. am. I got to try this. I haven't had one. I got to try this. All right, but then I have to go back to Kusafiri and I'm boycotting it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So is that it? Are we all set? I think that's it. Dave. All right. So uh, that's uh, that, that's the show for this week. Thanks once again for tuning in to Radio Harambe. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes if you don't already. Leave us a review. Um, also, don't forget to check out our website, jomboeveryone.com. Uh, and also, go and check out our store. Uh, we still have up the um, Warden Wilson Matua Air Rangers t-shirts, which you can get uh, if you sign up for for coupons and such with Zazzle.com, you'll actually be able to get some nice discounts on those. Uh, if you want to go to the store, it's Zazzle.com slash Jumbo Everyone. Also, feel free to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Radio Harambe. Mike is at Jumbo Everyone. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. And Mike joined Facebook recently, I too. So I don't think you've liked the Jumbo Everyone page yet, though. I think I did. <laughs> You can find all those links at John. I don't really talk much Disney on Facebook. To be I honest. know you don't. <laughs> so for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you once again for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs>